Perfect. That happened last Pretend week, too. Pretend like right? nothing happened. Nothing at all happened. You're absolutely correct. So, so um, hey. Hey, girl. You should say it this time. This is Secretly Timid. And uh, this is Megan. And I'm here with Otiano. Hi. Cindy. Hey. Special guest, Sarah. Good afternoon. Uh... And we're having a fantastic time. I feel like this is low still. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Are you recording? I don't see the lines. It's because the... Don't worry. Don't you worry about that. Okay. Good. So. We are here. That was everybody. Am I going to direct this this time? Your turn. I really don't want to. Oh, had to host and cook and clean. Oh, that's true. I'm sorry, dear. I mean, you had to schlep all the shit. Too, How would I? Do you want me to do it? You do it, Cindy. Yeah, Cindy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Welcome. We're all here. We're full of delicious food that Otiano has cooked. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's so good. I don't think I've ever had food this good in a long time, except for the like three nights ago when I ate like six marshmallows back to back, and then I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good night. <laughs> Um, so we are Johnless today again. John-less. Unfortunately, um, John is taking a sabbatical. And He'll be back next week, though. Oh, really? Yeah, I heard that. I'm excited. And it's for now, I don't really know. Does anybody have anything they want to start out with? I have a topic. I know you have a thing that you want to do. I always have a thing I want to do. There's always a thing. <laughs> don't, don't you dare look at me when you have things that you want to talk about. You just want to shake your head. You don't want to speak. I'll speak. I have nothing special to say, though. That's Megan? never true. Megan, do you have a thing you oh, want to do? Oh, lots of stuff. Okay. Well, okay. Let's, let's start out this way. How was everybody's week? There you go. That? Good start. Good start. That's what we usually do. It was carb heavy. Mm-hmm. Excellent okay. work. Tell us more about that. Mm, I mean, just sort of uh, in in comparison to O fasting, I felt highly conscious of the fact that I was eating a lot of pizza and hamburgers, but that was also mostly because I was hanging out with you more, Megan. <laughs> You're <laughs> an Direct correlation. <laughs> Oh, we did have a very delicious dinner at the landing last night, though, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I like that place. with landing. I liked it there a lot. So good. Yeah. yeah. Cheeseburger, fries, mm-hmm. chicken mm-hmm. sandwich, fries, vodka. Double vodka short. Double. Who needs all that tonic? Tito's. I've, Nobody does. Who's going to get between me and my vodka? <laughs> I've thrown up in that bathroom like a bunch. Hmm? Yeah. I've never been there. Is the it was a very yeah. warm and welcoming yeah. place. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice place to be. Um, it's 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 just a dive. It's just a okay. dive, but it's with a nice, very vomitable bathroom. It's a great jukebox. It's not really a dive though, because hipsters populate. Right. It reminds, no, no. It hipsters reminds me. love dive bars. Yeah. I'm sorry. So it? that makes it not a dive. Is my point. Like, mm. I mean, a real dive bar is where, like, you know, homeless people go when they get some change. Which like, is why the hipsters the go actually, because more often it's a hipster people. dive then it bar. It becomes not a dive. I haven't been there in a while. It's been, gosh, seven years. We should uh, field trip. Yeah, yeah. Let's schedule a time to do. Well, that. but you know what my favorite bar is down in that area. Ooh, what is it? Cock I don't bowl. know. The Cock and Bowl. God damn it! I love that bar Why? so much. I have not been to the Cock and Bowl. Oh my god! What's it's, fun about it? It's, it's a little just, teeny guy. It's small. They have a great jukebox. They've had the same staff there for like a hundred thousand years. Um, Doug and I. Oh, I said his name. Whatever, <laughs> Doug. 
My husband. D. We'll call D. him Big D. Big, Big D. 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 <laughs> and we're in Dallas and we're also talking about dicks. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> have you been reading my diary? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. I don't have to. Um, we, that's where we went on our first date and like we've just been there ever since. And so um, all the staff like knows that like when we got married and then like they asked about our kids now, it's like literally the bar where everybody knows our name and it's lovely, lovely. And their food's really good. They have like nice. this really great muscles plate. And they, <laughs> which is the opposite of big D. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little GD. I, I just ask them for a plate of Gherkins and then I arrange them by size and then I eat them from smallest to largest. And it's probably my other favorite thing. I have a photo of that I can post yeah. if, if that's necessary. <laughs> It's a great bar. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. Cock and Bull. Yes. Cock and Bull Bar. We're going to go there. It's in Lakewood. I have yet to find my favorite bar in Dallas. I should probably make more efforts towards finding it. My problem is that I like fancy booze. I don't mean necessarily they have to make fancy cocktails there, or at least be open to you know, me being like, hi, could you make this in these proportions? But just having the fancy booze, period. What about the Gaberhood? That's got... That's full of bars that has... That's uh, Sumi in the background, by the way, saying hi. She can hear her. But yeah. Um, A.K.A. A- Sriracha. A.K.A. <laughs> a- Sriracha, yeah. apparently. Um, the neighborhood, the, the, my favorite bar in the neighborhood is probably Alexander's, if I had to pick one. Which one is that? It's the one on the corner nearest the liquor store and the, um, and the uh, whatever that gas station is. On the <laughs> on the corner between the liquor and the gas station, aka that, oh, every, that one, yeah, every that narrows it down considerably when, yes. it's the, when, when it's Kroger on the when it's on when it's on Cedar Kroger Springs proper, from... it's towards Kroger. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. It's, yeah. I really like drinking at Whole Foods. Really? Yes. Why yeah. do you like See, drinking at Whole they have Foods? A bar there. It's so great. Uh, the the booze is really cheap. One time I got like a can of wine. A can of wine, so not your fancy Which cocktail. Which already mildly offensive. But right, yeah, yes. Can of wine. It was like two bucks. And I got like a bunch of those. And instead of going shopping, I like just sat at Whole Foods because I didn't want to get try on clothes. <laughs> so I just sat and drank like three cans of wine by myself. And it's really great people watching because you can like watch people go in and out of the grocery store. And you it's that actually, you know what? I wasn't here yet. No, I, that's correct. Okay. The, the people watching does sound okay. The idea of being able to drink it, and watch people coming out of a grocery store yes, is, it was, is unto itself attractive. I yes, agree. it was perfect. I, I, I love drinking at Whole Foods Bar, the Whole Foods off of uh, Park across the North Park. Shout out. So, to all of our like four listeners out there, please tell us about your favorite bars in the DFW metro area, be it the neighborhood or outside of the neighborhood. And if you go to Uptown a lot, please, we don't care about what your favorite bars are. But the rest of you, yes, I want to know all about your favorite bars. They used to have, I used to like the Ginger Man. It closed. Ginger Man was oh, fine. It's gone. Yeah. All right. I have no idea what that is. Hey, I, hey, I hold on a second. This so. started out as Sarah's conversation. How was your night last night, oh. Sarah? Yes, yeah, Sarah. Oh. And we just took it away. Oh, we did. How was my night last night? Your week. How was your week, Sarah? My week was good. You were carbies and stuff. Yeah, it was, it was carb heavy and a lot of ground hamburger, you know, yeah. hanging out with you <laughs> on the pizza, on the hamburger. They're not mutually exclusive. Right. So wait, you, you, you put ground hamburger on a pizza? Yeah. Okay, just want to be sure. Delicious. Just want to be sure. This is not more echoey to you. Like my, I feel like my. We're definitely more, more echoey, but you know. No, me specifically. No, I think you're okay. Okay. Uh, just say it. Just, just get closer to the mic. I'm doing the best I can. There you go. 
<laughs> so uh, we should also mention that we're we're recording at Otieno's right now, which has a twenty four foot ceiling, so it's a little cavernous. It's a little cavernous. So please excuse the echoes and or cats in the background. Next week we'll be back at my place. the echo and the meowing. Yes. Right. And the kicking of the glasses with the liquor. And right. <laughs> There's also the mimosas of, are almost jumping <laughs> over. There's also booze and food literally. Anything the house, else so. about your week that we should know about? There is no booze or food anywhere near us. It's further away. It's but all, um, it's far away. My week was great. Um, I really enjoyed the Wednesday wine walk in the neighborhood, um, meeting all kinds of new folks. And it's the first time in Dallas. I've been here only for about six months. It's the first time I felt at home. And it wasn't just the wine. Oh, it was, it was, it was all the nice folks. That's so great. Who were, you know, I mean, strangers chatting with each other and I don't know, like cute boys falling over themselves to open the door for me and like yeah. apologizing for not doing it fast enough. And I was still in heaven. I don't want to rape you. <laughs> and, or right? just strangers looking up from their pizza and smiling at me. Like, who does that? I don't know. I, it was I it was it was awesome. It was That's awesome. Really it was it was magical. Yeah, yeah. And that was just Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that makes me excited for you. Set out on mm-hmm. my back uh, porch. Yeah, Smoked we did. That was Friday mm-hmm. without me. That was good. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, you only came over for a couple of hours because things. your schedule is so early. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. I had to get up at four. There's some side eye going on over there. It's fine. I'm too busy. Wednesday, I literally fell asleep at like 8.45. <laughs> I did invite you to Wine Walk Wednesday. You did invite me to Wine Walk Wednesday. And plus, I, I, I just, invited I can't, you last man. night. Too. I got a family. Yeah. And I, I got know. a wife. And I got to do the working. Mm, and it's cool. And it's like. That's why I. Yeah. Like, I'm living vicariously through your weeks. So tell me all about it. Oh, <laughs> Oh. Um, so as has been mentioned, I was fasting this past week. I like to do it every now and again to kind of like, you know. Oh, then we don't want to hear about your week. I promise uh, it was very exciting. I definitely want to hear about I fasting. It, well, uh, I, it, it can turn into basically the equivalent of somebody telling you about their dreams, about the insights and deep things I realized while I was, which I'm sure nobody really wants to hear about. So suffice it to say, I'm really glad that I did it and it was very enjoyable. And um, and you're I, done. I did a lot. Of, yeah. And so today we, well, I got to break said fast. And so I basically started cooking last night <laughs> and finished cooking late this afternoon. And it's really hard to cook while you're still on a fast. It's hard to go grocery shopping when you're on a fast. But um, it I wasn't, think, yeah, it was I, weird. I feel like I'd be masturbating a lot if I was needing. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. I tried, but honestly, I wasn't that interested in masturbating. Like now, <laughs> now trust me, you were too weak. No, no, it yeah. wasn't about two weeks. It wasn't about two weeks because I was, I was doing like I was doing like uh, low key exercises. I went into a dance class this past weekend or yesterday, so it wasn't for lack of energy. The energy was still there. I was just very, very low key and stuff. But rest assured that now that I am, I've been you know basically eating since I woke up this morning. We'll continue eating for the rest of the day, <laughs> and it's amazing. Um, the, yeah, my uh, libido has definitely returned. So. Okay. Thanks for asking. Though. You're welcome. It's good for the cheese. It's does totally it, does good for the cheese. Does it help if I have these chopsticks in my nose? It, <laughs> I have a massive erection right now, and it's all your fault. It's from the, pig face. It's the pig, pig face. Mm-hmm. Pig face boner sounds like a, it actually sounds like a, a, a sounds song like a metal by, band. by Pig Face. So it works. <laughs> pig face. Cindy? Pig face. Yes. You're weak. Uh, it was good. I'm finishing my. Um, LCSW application. Ooh, girl. Yeah. Well, great, right? But also that means I have to stay at my job that I hate for um, 
another two years. So that's super cool. Oh, for supervision. Yeah. When, I mean, I guess I could reapply again. the latest copy of Hospital Magazine? <laughs> I was going to say, is that the job where you're the cover girl? Yes. So I got my picture back from this like cover shoot that I did. I hate it. I hate the picture. I don't think I look good. They didn't take any of my cute Instagram angle ideas. <laughs> like, I, I think not, I look. Uh, they're not up with the I, I think generation. I look terrible in this cover shoot. And at first, I was really upset about it. And I was like, oh, like, I don't look, you know, I don't look as good as I think that I could look. And I was really upset. And then I was like, you know what? Are they- these the photos where you're wearing polka dots? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I show you that? I think maybe, or maybe one of them, and you looked amazing. I know. I think Otiano showed you that picture of me. Yeah. And that was the day that I shot. But I have the actual. <laughs> I, I have that. the actual. Uh, I can't believe you haven't sent that to me. Yet. Why is that? Well, because I don't like the picture. Oh, I thought you did. I don't like. Uh, I like it. the picture well, then, that I took. Well, then you're no judge. But the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is not a glamour magazine. And this is not a magazine highlighting how great I can like make my cheekbones look on Instagram. This is a magazine about what bad a social worker I am. And so I'm fine with it. Like, I, I don't love it, but I'm fine with it because that's not why they wrote it. And that's okay. No, no. Do you bad. like the article? Do you like the coverage of you? Um, is the article about you? Well, it's like me. She won the award. I know. But, well, no, you know. I didn't win. It's not. It's not like an award. You were chosen. I was chosen, but it's not like chosen. an award. <laughs> I basically responded to an email very quickly, and I think that that's why I got. <laughs> well you. done, congratulations. <laughs> Does that mean that I'm like not doing a lot of work and yeah, sitting on my I was email the one that, that didn't have anything to do at that time? <laughs> it was indicative of your caseload. <laughs> Obviously, you've been working hard. Your caseloads, you know, caught up to the point where you can afford to respond to emails, right? Apparently, yeah. Um, no, my director chose me for it, which is really nice. Um, but there's backstory to that too. And does it have to do with donuts? No, sadly. Um, long story short, I, I was chosen to do this article and the interview I think was okay, but I really gave them a lot more information and like they kind of fluffed it. Right. Um, which of course they have to, like, nobody wants to hear about, you know, like kids getting abused or like. You know, having to feed. What are you talking about? The entire uh, United States wants to hear about that. That's why we have like crime amazing, TV yeah. shows <laughs> and shit like that. Uh, that's why I watch The Killing nonstop for four seasons. And Driver, I'm looking for cadavers. Right. That sounds. That sounds. No. Beaver cadavers occasionally. I wasn't looking for that. <laughs> it's an unfortunate finding. So that that came out this week. Um, last week, Doug and I went to. Uh, this cabin to celebrate our 10 year anniversary. Big D. Big D. Big D and I went to this cabin to tele- celebrate our 10 year anniversary and that was fucking amazing because I kids. can't, I did not take the kids. Well done. Oh, good. The kids were at that worked out. my mother-in-law's house, which bless her for watching them for a 48 hour straight. And it was so nice to have uninterrupted conversation with him and conversation. Yeah. Com- conversation yeah, well, is not what I thought you were going to say. No. <laughs> we got to all of the things that we wanted to do. Oh, in particular, include, include conversation. in particular conversation afterwards and oh. conversation before loud conversation before, right? Because we were like in the woods and so we can be as loud as we want. It was awesome. Sorry, Doug. Like outside in the woods? <laughs> D. That's hot. D. Sorry, D. Outside in the woods or like inside the cabin? In inside the, the cabin. Oh, okay. 
Inside the cabin. I, I, mm-mm. there's like bugs and Pine rocks and wrong shit. Places. It's yeah. still no. winter. Pine needles, so. wrong places. No. Mm-hmm. Don't talk to me like I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure you know, but you probably have like bittersweet memories of it and stuff. <laughs> I'm glad that you had really good conversations. We had, we had, we had so many conversations all day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not a euphemism. Not a euphemism. Um, plus, it, I mean, it was just, it was, like aside from the sex was was amazing still after 10 years is still amazing um the conversation was really nice because it was uninterrupted like i didn't have to stop and like get anybody a snack or you know like be like oh can you just talk to me in like 18 years because i cannot fucking <laughs> like, right. make a decision right now and i'm peopled out and i'm touched out like just don't look at me i love you but don't look at me like it was really nice that's it. Oh, and I got this sweet ass tennis bracelet for our anniversary, and then I gave Doug a signed first edition, first print copy of um, Breakfast of Champions, signed Ooh, by oh Kurt, wow. signed nice. by Kurt Vonnegut. Um, yeah, and that was it. It was awesome. Oh, hey, I forgot. I saw um, um, Sarah and I saw Shape of Water this week. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, Sarah, How's tell that? us about Shape of. Water. By the way, like, okay, spoiler warning, even though it's already won a bloody Oscar, for those of you who haven't seen it yet, warning this next week contains spoilers. I Oscar and I haven't seen it. Are there spoilers? I mean, I feel like you've watched the trailer, you've watched it's the movie. Kind of, <laughs> it does kind of cover everything. There's, there, there's no big surprises in this film. No. So, yeah. But please, go right ahead, sir. Is there something I liked else it. I liked it, but I, but I, I wished I had liked it more. I think I was expecting to like it more. Uh, and maybe it's just the mood I was in. It was real sentimental, which normally I think I would like, but also maybe my tastes have changed in my, in my old age. Maybe I can't do fantasy as much anymore. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I think I also couldn't help but just think unconsciously the whole time that I liked to get out better. Like I couldn't help, I couldn't help it. And so I think I might have judged it too harshly and should watch it again later. But oh, had all kinds of amazing insights about why it's an amazing film. So. Let's see what he has to say and not hear my bitterness. Say something amazing. I wouldn't say amazing. Um, let's just say that when I saw it, I am less mad that Get Out did not get Best Picture. Um, and that's best summed up by, it's the only piece I've seen that is a period piece, i.e. it takes place in the 60s during the Civil Rights era. It's the only... 62 in Baltimore. Thank you for clarification. In Baltimore of all places, exactly. Um, But it's the only piece I've seen that is a period piece that covers that time period that is not explicitly about the civil rights era that still treats treats it as a portion of the backdrop for the piece Um, and makes it... And and, and I know that like in a lot of films that take place in a time period, there'll be... The special minority moment where the protagonist has a, has a single point where they interact with, you know, either some famous civil rights figure or, um, they'll make, or he'll like, or he'll like look a little unsure about a colored whatever only sign or something. There'll be some moment in another film that takes place in that time period where they acknowledge that that thing's going on in the bed in the background. But unless it's like, you know, the autobiography of Malcolm X or whatever, they typically just kind of have that moment and leave it alone. This film, Every single, every layer of the film is informed by that backdrop. It's, uh, and it affects each character in particular in some way or another. Um, there is a gay character. There is obviously a mute character. There is, uh, Octavia Butler as the mute character's best friend. 
Um, there's there an amphibious is, character. <laughs> there's an amphibious character. <laughs> there is a um, the primary antagonist is this white dude who is Michael Shannon. Yeah, and, and 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 some folks have criticized the the um, how he's over, over six feet tall. <laughs> Good for you. I've to, got his number. <laughs> but um, some folks have criticized. He's how got he, the only sex scene. There you go. Hey, um, well, yeah. the only sex scene well, we see the entirety of, I should say, which is interesting. But anyway, um, the character he plays is so clearly being like torn apart by his own. You know, toxic masculinity in a lot of ways. It's it it, it showcases. I'd like to be torn apart by oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, it was. <sighs> you just it was dangled there. it right in yeah. front of her. She's gonna grow hanging fruit. I did. I did. <laughs> Judge me for that. The point I'm trying to make is though that um, even though it it, it uh, get out is much more uh, visceral in the way it approaches uh, those kind of topics. It's one of the uh, still uh, Shape of War is only one of the only films I've seen that deals with those elements uh, very organically and makes them uh, a part of the story. So for that reason, among many, many others, I thought it was pretty awesome. And the awesome, as in, as the host of the uh, po- um, podcast, one of the hosts of the podcast, uh, Still Processing, uh, makes a hand gesture that is uh, also made by the character after discussing a certain activity. The assets, asset, as I like to say, is pretty awesome. You guys see it, know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to spoil it for you. We'll watch it when it comes out on Netflix. So we don't have to go. It's anywhere. already it's already available. I oh. think you can watch it maybe on Amazon. Yeah. Well, I don't know. To, my favorite it's available. My favorite way to watch movies is without a bra on. Oh, that's my favorite way to do everything. Yeah. <laughs> Len, my my oldest son today, <laughs> he was like trying to get me um, ready so we can go shoot hoops outside, and he goes, <laughs> uh, he was trying to hurry because uh, I was like, we're gonna do these. We're going to play, and then we're going to go out and run errands. And he's like, Mom, do you want to wear a bra today? Or How do you not want to wear a bra wait, today? Wait, 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 <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wow. Wait, wow. Wait, 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 wait. Rewind all of that and say again, please. <laughs> so, Her son realized that she doesn't wear bras all the time. <laughs> he was like, we were trying to get dressed so we could go out and play. Mm-hmm. And he was like, do you want to wear a bra today or do you not want to wear a bra today? Because <laughs> he was going to go upstairs and get my clothes. I was still like, we were all in our pajamas. Oh, just okay. okay. So it was in the abstract. He wasn't like, uh. He wasn't like, mom, so would you mom, please I'm wear raising, a bra today? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. You're raising a feminist, a feminist. What you said was, it's none of your business. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm okay. You, well, he was know. going up to get her clothes for it. Yeah, like yeah. it was yeah. a practical question. Like, do oh, you want me to get your oh, bra oh, for you or not? To get you yeah. So oh. I was downstairs. We were tidying up the kitchen. He's a little teeny Otieno. Oh God, <laughs> it's really sweet. He was waiting on you hand and foot, and he was just seeing exactly what you wanted. Bathroom. That's exactly right. He was <laughs> like, he went upstairs to grab my clothes, and he was like, "Do you want to wear a bra today, or do you not want to wear a bra today?" <laughs> It's like ten four little buddy. Like, yeah, that's 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 pretty awesome. It was really sweet. Yeah, that is really sweet. Yeah. I I I did wear one. I like the but still. I, I, I'm, I'm glad that the his, his presentation of the options was a neutral. What is your preference? Not well, a mom. Could you please, for the love of God, put on a bra? No. A week, weekend mom. Yeah, weekend mom. Hell yeah. Like. Bras are optional. Exactly. That's what happens on Saturdays and Sundays at our house. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you, Megan, how your week was? Oh, you. oh yeah, yeah. Thank we forgot you for about asking. that. Thank you for reminding Thanks us, Sarah. for asking, Sarah. What did you do besides hang out with me and, and eat hamburgers and pizza? I hung, well, I hung out. Well, the, I mean, the that's only... A, that's a constant. Yeah. The, that's her lobster. And, and cheese pizza is really like the baseline. But then also I hung out with you, which made the hamburgers and pizza even better. Oh, uh, likewise. So, okay. So, so last night I went to... Um, so I wake up really early usually. 
Uh, I wake up at 4 a.m. typically to go to you. work. You fucking kill me. I know. Oh, it's horrible. Middle of the night. It's horrible. It's horrible. Um, but uh, so so last night, so the night before, I woke up at 4 and I went to work and then I work a half day on Saturdays and then I decided that, um, well, I found that there was a showing of Brazil at the Inwood Theater. The 1985 Terry Gilliam classic. The European cut, in fact. Ooh. Ooh the extra dark one. Uncircumcised cut. <laughs> Basically has the darker ending. The story behind that, I'll, I'll tell you guys later. So, so we, so, uh, so I texted and we went to that. And, uh, uh, so Sarah woke me up like, I don't know, like, 33% of the way into the film. Wow. She was like, you look really tired, which was hilarious because I was sleeping. It was really kind. It was really kind of her to say that. And I said, I'm kind of tired, but I didn't want to, I don't want to ruin your movie, but we've both seen it before. So I didn't feel that bad, but I was saying, I don't want to ruin your movie because that's what polite people say. And everybody really knows nice. that's what I am. Yes. So I started putting on my shoes immediately. Yeah, because we had we had taken all of our clothes off. Yeah, we had. <laughs> it was really hot in there. Yeah, there it was, was no really like, warm. air circulation. And we were on it big really couches. Hot, and we were on these like microfiber type like so it was a bra free chairs. <laughs> bra free, and we'd yeah. also just had a bunch of cheeseburgers and and vodka, right? Yeah, lots <laughs> so, of vodka. Jesus, guys! I didn't have any cheeseburgers, but we had lots of meat. Wait, you you, you and... didn't have a cheeseburger? No, I had chicken. Oh right, chicken nuggets. Because I'm trying so to get away. So we came with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get away from beef because chickens don't have feelings. Um, sure. So, uh, so yeah, we were really hot and it was sticky and it was like I don't know, 85 degrees or something outside. So, but but the Inwood didn't have like a good. They didn't turn the air on. It didn't seem like because because I've not been there any other time where it has felt like it was too stuffy but it did and we had the back sweat well i i'm speaking for myself i had the back sweat and my like scalp was sweating just a little bit and it was like ah. so I went you were sleep. hugging your toss pillow to your chest i was i really was and now that we're talking about it can i tell you that you may have or may not have been snoring <laughs> just like really delicate like feminine it's funny that you asked that question and then didn't wait for an answer so no the answer is no you cannot tell me that right now why don't you tell me later you asshole you were so tie tie <laughs> all right Oh, Maggie, that's so cute. Go, um, everybody fuck themselves. This, at least you didn't nah. fart. At least you didn't fart. Megan? I'm oh my God, did she fart? Don't. No, 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 no. She was just fucking tired because she wakes up at four in the morning and it was already two in the morning. I, so you've been I, awake for 22 hours. It was hours. actually three in the morning. Right. It's the go, fucking time change. I go to sleep at like nine, nine. o'clock every single night. So I have no room to judge whatsoever. I'm I'm awake by five thirty six, but every night. Megan? I want to hear you snore so bad now. It's real sweet. Fuck you. I'm sure it's really sweet. Fuck you. Okay, fine. So we watched the movie. <laughs> I fell asleep. I snored. She said very generously, do you want to go to to your house? Do you want me to take you home? 
And I was like, oh, no. And she's like, okay, let's go. So she dropped me off. I went home. I got in my pajamas and you I. Your pajamas? Yeah. What of you, course. Okay. Megan's no. always dressed. Yeah. I've been over this. Right. Yeah, yeah. We talked about this. Oh, I don't yeah, even did. shower. Never nude. Never right? Nude. Right. Like a shower in sweatpants. Got you. So I go to bed. Well, I turn the killing on and I. Because that's what I'm doing soothing. recently. Yeah. <laughs> very soothing. It sounds yeah. very soothing. But yeah. then as soon as your eyes start to like close, you turn the killing off and you go to sleep. So I went to sleep. My bed is ridiculously comfortable. And then like an hour later, after I like fall into slumber, I hear this like horrible like beeping sound. What the fuck is that? The beeping sound? No, it sounds like someone's crying. Like, do you have a crier in your house? Can you tell them to just like transfer their trauma to... How come every time we have a fucking podcast, somebody's in crisis? I don't hear any crying. Do you hear it? It's like weird ghost crying. Is your place haunted? I don't think the place is haunted. I don't hear any weird ghost crying. It's going to be because I'm going to fucking kill a bitch. If this is a ghost, make your presence known. Oh my God. <laughs> just don't spill the champagne, please. No? Okay. I, I, I I'm hear gonna go no on ghost with my story. ghost crying. <laughs> I may I have heard something briefly, but I don't hear anything now. Okay, so, so I go to sleep, and then uh, like an hour into my slumber, I hear this like horrible like beeping sound. And... At first, I was like, nah. I went back to sleep. And then I had to wake up again because the beeping kept going. It's one of the the smoke detectors, right? Oh, In God. my apartment. That, that like just loud beep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, God, yep. That That's sure. how it got me up. So I, I like got up and I went into the hallway. And I was like, it's got to be this guy. So I took this guy down and I took the batteries out. Beep, beep, beep. It made, more, it made more beeps, supposed less. Uh, no, a different one did. It shouldn't oh. be able to beep without a battery. Exactly. Unless, unless, the point. It's, unless it's haunted. What time was so this? So then I picked another one. Did you sleep at all? Good God! Just wait. So I picked another one, and I was like, surely this is the one. So I took the batteries out. I set it on the counter. I went back to my bed. Beep, beep, beep. God fucking damn it! Like, like a uh, Pennywise. Yeah. Beep, beep. Yeah. <laughs> beep, beep, Richard. Beep. Everybody floats down here. It's just a piercing beep, too. I hate the so, beep. Yeah, it's horrible. I mean, you're su- it's supposed, it's supposed to be, to be piercing, piercing. Yeah, yeah. And you should hate it. That's, you that's should. the point. But so then, then I'm like, God fucking damn it. Do I have more smoke alarms in this place? And I go and I find there's another smoke alarm. And I take it down and I take the batteries out. Yay. So it turns out. That all of these smoke alarms are like, they're in a, this like triangle. There's one on this wall, one on this wall, one on this wall. They're like immediately, like within one foot of each other. Mm-hmm. Your triangle of protection? Right. And of course, the last one that I choose is the one that is beeping. <laughs> right? Yes. Of course. So now it's like, I don't know, 6 a.m. or some no. shit. Ugh. That's when you throw them all out. You go onto the porch. And you throw them like frisbees away. Yes. It's funny that you say that. <laughs> That's what because I stomped them and then I threw them off of the deck. So now I have to buy three more smoke detectors for my apartment. Oh my god! But tonight, you better be sure that uh, there will be no beep. The only fire, At least the only, not near my kitchen. The 
only fire in your house is your deep-seated rage. <laughs> I wish that were true. But actually, also, because of the luck that I have, the only fire that has ever killed me will be tonight. <laughs> that, that sounds about right, yeah. So, uh, this is my last podcast. By the way, thanks for reminding me to put the batteries back in my smoke detector. You're welcome. <laughs> It was uh, I, I'm I'm really honored to have been on this show. Yes, and I, I hope that you guys enjoyed my presence, and you'll see it again in a different form. I I love that. Like my problem solving is the exact same way as your problem yes. solving. Well, like destroy, no question. Yeah. like fucking kill it and set it on fire uh, uh, and throw it out the window, and then it eventually <laughs> it just kills away. you and yeah. sets you yeah. on fire. There you go. That's how my life usually works. <laughs> so. The end. That's how my week was. Oh, oh and, and my workplace is a shit show. Still clown show. Can yeah. you clown shit show? Get into your office yet? Your nope. building. Okay. I have no keys. This is week four. Week four. Oh. And I still have no keys for my office. So I'm every about time to I want to go to the bathroom, or if I, I've been Gosh. getting to work before other people there, except for um, one of the people who has to be there earlier. Earlier than six a.m. Yes, and he works Ooh. six days a week. It's ridiculous. No, the fuck. But this guy, he um, he's very. When I get there, he has no time to like look at the monitor and see that it's me and let me in. Like, because he's like counting. Because he's super busy at five thirty. He's very, very, right. very busy. Oh right, because yeah, okay. Yes. So um, so that's no sarcasm. Like this guy. Is yeah, yeah, busy. yeah, yeah. So, so when I get there, the other people aren't there other than, than this guy. And, uh, so I have to wait, uh, with a big box or a plant in my hands or arms. Um, and then when I eventually do get in the front door, then I have to wait for somebody to, to unlock my office door. So it's been a good week. You're still really standing there with week. your plant. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Which is basically my dick in my hand, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the equivalent for you yep. male listeners. So anyway, seeing yeah. Brazil was the high point. Oh my god. <laughs> Last night was so good. <laughs> yep. Uh should we talk about hot topics? I feel like we should because yeah, we yeah, gotta yeah, go I'll, soon. I'll say, yeah. yeah, we should go to our hot topic things. Uh, I'm gonna need to find that then. So <laughs> you're gonna sing it? I can sing it. I I mean I do I don't want you to think that I don't want you to sing it, but I don't want you Are to sing it. Are right the lips a hot now. topic? So here it goes. Are the lips? Oh. No. Are you ready? They will Jesus. be. Just wait. Now that you mentioned it, will be. Okay, here we go. Okay, so we've got some. Uh, <laughs> Some current events to talk about. OT. Um, so, so allegedly, um, at least the way I understand it, I'm I, well, not allegedly. I said at some point I made an offhanded comment about how Caucasians <laughs> lack lips. And mind you, to be clear, this wasn't something that a bunch of um, listeners called it and said something about. Uh, mm. Our Johnless oh, co-host John um, apparently took offense to this statement. And well, to be frank, John, you do in fact have you know some kind of lip. You 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 have you know. Mm. 
lips on your face. Good for Gives you. Gives lip, at least. This is also very John, true. You, you, John you, you is have mostly a, mouth, actually. John has, John has enough lip to give. This is yeah. clear. He has surplus lip. Um, but I don't think I'm making a uh, horribly off-color racist or no pun otherwise, <laughs> or otherwise um, inappropriate statement when I observe that not a lot of Caucasians have very large lips. And there are plenty of exceptions to that rule. Don't get me wrong. Totally Do you want me to read the exceptions uh, well, that were emailed? And this is the thing. I will. John apparently decided to send us a list of exceptions to read on air to refute my point. Well, he, which didn't, by the- he didn't say read them on air. I just, I just thought that would be the best. Wait. Well, well, wait, 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 wait. Also, one more further point. Um, this comment was not made in the last podcast, but the podcast before last. So he said that it was also mentioned in last podcast, maybe briefly. I don't remember that because I don't listen to what we say when we say it or after we say it. All I'm saying is, if it takes you two weeks to bring me examples, you may have already proven my point. Girl. Just saying. But <laughs> okay. please go right ahead. So and here's, read here's the, the uh, list. Here's lipped the list. Americans. Mick lipped Jagger, <laughs> James Morrison, Ronan Farrow, Justin Bieber, Eric Roberts. Okay, so the list the list's been complete. Now I get to say just, you know. That's five, a, that's that's a five white dudes. That's, that's five, five white dudes. Five, not even all of which are very attractive. No. I mean, okay, let's just be, okay, the Bieber, no. Hard no on that. The Hard Bieber. No. The Biebs is right out. Okay. What were the other ones? That Ronan guy, is, 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 he, is he the blonde one? Ronan. He's a, isn't he Mick? Oh, no, not no. Mick. Uh, He's yeah. Mia Farrow's kid. Mia Farrow yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. allegedly Woody Allen's, but he looks just like Sinatra. Right. right, right no, no, right. no. She. I think she came out and actually said very recently. I think she like, kind of had year. to because he looks. Just oh yeah, like Woody. This all is all, not all your I gotta kid. say, all I gotta say You're is that impotent. dude looks like such a Ken doll. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a smooth undercarriage as opposed to genitals. <laughs> I'm sorry. He just he it's looks. It's his face though, but but his like his body is not like he's actually a really awesome journalist. I'm I'm glad. Great. I'm glad that there's a redeeming quality outside of actually, my perception of his I'm physical very, appearance. I mean, he he has something to do with the Me Too movement. Good for him. Right? That's awesome. So, That's great. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not great that that had to happen. Oh wait, H- had to wait had to do with is in like he uh, the the Latina woman. It was she's from Spain, maybe or Venezuela. I don't know. South I America. No talking about now. Anyway, there was there was a woman who was uh, directly like. Like horribly, and I'm not saying that they're not all horrible, but like she was sexually harassed by Weinstein, right? Yeah. And she, and there was some like she had made some report to the um, NYPD, mm-hmm. and then Ronan uh, Farrow, yes, yeah. Ronan Farrow went and Son did of Mia some, Farrow. yes, when some uh, he did some investigative journalism, and there was okay. some like undercover. It wasn't really a sting because they didn't like say, "Hey, no." And it you took him guy, months and months it. and months and just right. kept but, unraveling. But they got the like video or the recording or whatever of this thing through Ronan Farrow's interaction with this woman who was being harassed. So. Excellent. Okay, I, I was concerned or that assaulted. he had. I, I was concerned assaulted. that he was doing the assaulting. I'm like, no. Oh God! No, 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 no. Okay. No. Well, regardless, um, let's let's thank John for his the inclusion of his delightful you, list of lipped white Americans, the the, the token lipped white Americans. Even um, I'm glad they exist. And don't say token. Too late. <laughs> Tokenism can work both ways. Thank you very much. And especially in this you case, when it comes to lipped folk, it can totally be token lipped folk. <laughs>
<laughs> anyway, <clears throat> is this is this the only hot topic we've got? Uh, no, there are so many others. Let's but, uh, let's let's move it on. Yeah, it yeah. Is like it's a, yeah, it's getting late. So as always, I should go last. So what else do you guys got? Oh wait, I've got some. Cindy. Um, I was just going to talk about violent video games or supposed violent video games and how, mm. like, I think the White House played like six or seven different video games and and we don't. I'm bringing this up because um, I, my kids are trying to teach me how to play Zelda, which Ooh. is like, <laughs> which is really hard for me because I basically stopped playing video games after they added an X and a Y button on the Nintendo because <laughs> you're against like gender segregation no, and all that. because it's really hard for me to like press all of these buttons at the same time. It's very challenging. Um, but I realized that it's really hard, Megan. You can't laugh until you actually try it. It's really hard. Except I don't think it's important to be able to do that. No, but it is. Here's why. Here's why. I <laughs> Tell me, I'm either. listening to you. I did not either, except for the fact that my children are currently obsessed with Zelda, the Breath of the Wild. Is it violent? Video games. Um, I don't think so, but I'm learning. Like, I'm learning right now. Um, that's this is all they talk to me about, right? Like Zelda this and Guardian that and Ganon and whatever else. And I feel totally left out at my house because they, this is all they're talking about. And I'm like, mm-hmm, okay. And so I realized that if I don't jump in and, you know, start learning how to play, then I'm going to be left out. For like forever. Can't you just read the Wikipedia article on Zelda and like figure out how it works? I could, but I just, you know, I don't want to be left out. Like this is what like my husband plays and the boys play and do they're really into it. you just watch them play? I do, but I don't particularly enjoy it. And maybe after 10 minutes, I'm like, okay, mommy's going to take a nap. And then it's you guys like just... Sex, are actually. you familiar with Game with, um, Gamefaq's? I don't know what that is. Game FAQs is a website where basically they give a series of tips and tricks and or how to find certain secret hard to find parts of areas or how to unlock certain things or solve certain puzzles. And I imagine that if you're, if you allowed your kids internet access in that capacity, they may have already been there to figure out how to get past a certain temple or unlock a certain thing or whatever well, else. I'm, I assure you my husband's already done that because my husband's playing this too. Good. That's the thing. Good. So my, so my yeah. husband's playing this too mm-hmm. and the boys are playing and I'm the only one not playing. So, and so I am like, I am the outsider uh, and everybody else is. I think. You should just be the outsider. No, well, the, but the I, other, don't, I don't want to do the, that. The thing I was suggesting Why? was, not just, since you're aware of the site, good. They're aware of the site, good. Invariably, when it comes to these moments during gameplay, there'll be a moment oh. where someone has to pause and whip out their phone or go to the computer and go to that site and figure out the part they're stuck. And if you're maybe you read ahead a little bit, <laughs> I totally saw that. Shut up. I totally saw it. She likes her kills live. Good luck. Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> Cindy's trying to like get I'm my cats to feed in the download button. Cat, so he'll, uh-huh, uh-huh. he'll get in my purse. Go on. Uh-huh, there you go. Anyway, so if you, you you've already read this section, because it, it's not that huge of a website, the section. But basically, when they're playing whatever, and then when they pause and go, and you're like, oh hey, you should do this, that, and this, and they will look at you like jaws agape, and then you get to like be a portion of the entire thing. You get to be like it's the a, guy. That's the reader. a good shortcut. Yeah, it's a good shortcut, and I appreciate that, and I will probably use that. But I also need to learn how to play because I am getting left out. I got left out of Star Wars. I'm getting left out of Marvel, which I'm like trying desperately to catch up on. Like it's, 
I, I just, I'm getting like, there's three men in my house. And if I don't catch up on men shit, then I'm going to get left out. But do you always have to be included? Yes. Why? Because that's part of what our family does for fun. Are there times when, when your husband's not included? Like me and just the boys. I don't know. Do yeah. Like I just, I mean, does it have to? It's the man's world. You're um, used to not being included. Why is this so uncomfortable for you? Well, <laughs> wow, that's a very interesting. That's very interesting. <laughs> Thank you. Because I want to be a part of what's happening with them. Specifically yeah. in terms of the video games. Yeah. yeah. But what if what is, what is what's happening with them not that important? Like, I want to. What about I wanna, but, but the, Okay, but wait, time out. It's not important to me, but it's important to them. And mm-hmm. if it's important to them, then it's important they want to you me. to play with them, right? Except history has shown that things that are important to dudes are not. So let's. So let's. But these are my. Can I, just, I get it? Okay, okay. I I'm just making a joke, and I don't know what it's like There's to be a parent. <laughs> Nor do I want to, but I realize you're in that situation, so that's what we're dealing with right now. Yeah. So, which is why I need to get in where I fit in, and if not, I'm gonna get you know left out, and I don't want to do that. Tiana, you have some. I I I, I get what you're saying. I totally. I I I was raised in the inverse. It was uh, when I was growing up, it was mostly my mom and my sister, and my mom's friends back before, uh, before she got remarried, and it was me in a house full of women. And there are times where that was great and it was fun. It was silly. And there are times where I got overwhelmed and had to go do something else. Um, and there were times where I felt like when they were, this is a shitty example, but when they were having, my mom used to do like, uh, Avon or Mary Kay or whatever else. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, sometimes I want to be a part of that. And there were some times where I said it, where I resented not being able to be a part of that. So I get a a variety of angles of this issue, and b exactly where you're coming from in this space. And I think one of the points that Meg made halfway, kind of, sort of, was <laughs> well, no, 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 she, she 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 kind of glided past it, and that was, or one of the two of you basically was like equal so, so representation. Basically, is there a thing that just you and the boys do, and or? Why not try to capitalize on that a little bit? They need an example of what women do and, and, outside of men, and this is the other thing as I'm, well as an example of what men do outside. I want to push really hard okay. against the idea of games having to be a gendered thing. Well, and, and okay, I get that. I see that it was always like well, you know, my family is too poor to keep up with tech, right? So, like mm. my my we didn't do that. Like we had a gaming system. We played like you know Doctor Mario or whatever, but I, we never kept up with it. My family never really did that so much. And Doug really likes video games, and he always played. But um, you know, whenever we got together, and like it, it just became less and less of a thing. Mm. And now that I have two boys, it's it's like for sure a thing. And it's it's really interesting too to like be in this space and have this conversation where like the fucking white house is having this conversation about violent video games and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, to kind of have that lens on it and to Mm. look at it from that perspective of like, Oh, well, is this violent or is this too violent? I mean, my, we don't keep guns in the house or like, um, real or fake for that matter. But, and I think I've talked about this before too, how like my kids will turn fucking anything into a gun, mm. any fucking thing into a gun. We have a metal detector, right? For like searching for metal things and it comes apart and, and it came apart and now it's a fucking gun. And it, it's just, it's crazy to me how 
they'll turn that into that. But I digress. Long story short, yes, there is a space for like it to be genderless Mm -hmm. as opposed to mommy needs to catch up on what the fuck it is that you guys are doing because I just need to do that if I want to be a part of it. And I want to be a part of it. I do. If you you really want to be a part of it, yeah, I would say, hell yeah, definitely go for it. But there's there's a thousand other games out there that if you're concerned about violence, I mean, granted, Zelda is kind of, you know, I wouldn't say it's kitty violence, but it's not as bad as like Call no, of Duty or something right. like that. No, which but, we would never, and they yeah, already know that. But like Portal, oh my God, one of the best brain game games to ever come out of, you know, anything ever. You could, I mean, literally, not only has it won a hojillion awards and the ending's one of the best endings in video gaming, period, but um, the game is not especially violent and you will work your brains trying to play that game. There's See, plenty I, of oh, I mean, Minecraft, I'm, so many other games right. like that. Today, today we went shopping for toys mm-hmm. and there was a replica AK-47 and my kid looked at it for about two seconds and then he asked me for a remote control pile of shit. <laughs> An actual remote control. That's awesome. That's a great story. Japanese. Parenting done right. I don't know. Japanese to me. <laughs> An actual remote control pile of glossy shit. And my instinct said, what does that a is pile disgusting. of shit do that you need to control or control it? No, it farts. <laughs> it farts on command. Oh, come on. It's, it's past that point. At the point where it's, it's a pile of shit, all of the farting has already happened. Wow. I don't understand. Like, well, I'm just saying, like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And I, I wanted to say no. And then I was like, yeah, let's get this pile of shit. Bring this pile of shit home. <laughs> What's worse than shit? Guns. Guns. <laughs> Guns are worse than shit. And that was yeah. that that was that was my parenting moment today. I disagree with that. That was my hot topic was to figure out guns and video games and violence and all of this. And like what the correlation is between, you know, cuz I like I said the White House was playing these video games and I'm like, well, I see where they could be very violent, but I also see That's where they're That's the NRA defending. Yeah, cuz cuz the, the fact Guns. that your kids is there a copy of Call of Duty in the house? God, no. Do your kids play violent video games? Fuck no. And your kids tried to turn something they saw into a gun by the influence of what? I'm going to go ahead and answer my own question and say it's every single other aspect of American culture that worships the altar of the gun. It has nothing to do with how many violent video games they have or had not played that makes young boys and people all together gravitate towards and worship guns. Well, I mean, we try really, we like, we go above and beyond Mm -hmm. to not include that into our household to make sure mm-hmm. that our kids know, like, this is not okay. But um, somehow it always comes up. Somehow it always turns into a thing. Well, think, I mean, you know, again, I would say that that showcases the power of this influence in our culture. Insofar as um, if you turn on the television and Die Hard is one of the greatest Christmas films of all time. But uh, we don't, but that's okay. the thing. At like, school, what kind of games do the kids play and influences that they're getting? That there it is. At, I mean, it's at school. It, I can't. It's going get to find its it. way in there somewhere somehow. I can't get around it at school. No. And I can only keep them in a bubble for so long. And at school, they tell me about all of their little friends and what they're doing and, you know, the games that they play and stuff. And I cannot get around that. I can't get past that. And I'm not going to be one of these like. And you can't fix it either. Right. But I can I can try. So I think it has no. nothing to do with the kids playing no. violent video games. It has to do with this culture at large and, and this culture's fixation and fetishization of violence. 
It's really fucked up. The New York, uh, was it the New York Times, New York Magazine? New York Magazine did a whole piece, like the whole edition, um, of this last month was on how, um, like this toxic masculinity is, um, really challenging for teenage boys who, you know, have been raised kind of similarly to the way my boys are being raised and, um, how it, it's just a problem. It's a pervasive problem in our culture. It's not even a problem. It's practically intentional. How else do we get to... No, problems can be intentional. Fair enough. Fair enough. I agree. But I'm just saying, you know, we have one of the... We have the most well-funded military in the world, and you need bodies to, you know, sit in those tanks and in those aircraft carriers and go to whatever else. Who would would parade our fearless leader? Fucking Veterans Day next year. Date's been set for... Are we hoping hoping that he gets impeached before then? That would be amazing. I've been hoping that for a long time, and and my hoping does nothing. Anyway, So, so my hot topic... Please, go right ahead. uh, Netflix, let's see. Outrage, this is from the Daily Mail, because that's where I go for my salacious... Excellent news source. (laughs) ...topics. Uh, (laughs) Outrage is as infamous race faker... Rachel Dolezal has given her own Fuck Netflix man. documentary, Whoa. which features her own son begging her to stop seeking publicity. Wow. Now, thoughts? I would like your thoughts. Please. Coffee talk. Let's go. Uh, it's Sarah. a documentary or it's a series? It's or- a documentary. Okay. I don't know if it's a series or if it's a just a documentary, but it's... It's a documentarian style something. What do you think, Sarah? Tell me. I'm still processing. What do you think? Uh, I don't. I'm very confused about this whole thing. Like, so she, so she's definitely not black. Is that what's happening? Definitely. Otieno is looking away, which means he's upset. Do you want me to? Because I have some. I have something softer about I- pitchfork. <laughs> If you want to talk about that. Sub Pop's having a, in uh, April, like playing all of the albums that were ever produced on their record label. If you want to talk about that, because I like that too. The best thing we can do as a culture, as a planet, as a species, mm-hmm. is to stop paying attention to this bitch. I don't I like that you said bitch. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Sorry. This woman. Please okay. excuse me. I will I, I, excuse you. The reason, the okay. reason why I'm so heated about this. Yeah. Because you, you're. No, 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 no. <laughs> you said it. Going past all of that. What was the tale? What was the tale end of your story? Her uh, son her says, says. Please stop looking for. Publicity. So now they've got a Netflix camera crew in this kid's house. And his mom is doing what to look out for his best interest when he has said what he feels his and her best interests are. That's why I'm pissed. I imagine that. I mean, she, okay. So, so admittedly, I haven't like read extensively about this woman, but um, I've read a little bit because it's it's been so like kind of freakish and and uh, confusing to me. But so so she her her. Her defense is, um, I identify as black. Like, Which, like people identi- like transgendered people identify as male or female. Yeah, I, yeah, I identify as Mexican sometimes, defense. depending on the food that I'm eating. <laughs> the, the thing is, though, that 
One is a socially and okay, okay. If, if you, I will humor this argument long enough to it's just not my, say. I just it. want to make I know, clear it's not I know, my, okay. I know. I'm just going to humor it long enough to just say it, so I never have to say it again. Okay, we won't talk about this um, on a future podcast. One is okay. You can be uh, you, you're XX for ladies and you're XY for dudes, supposedly, right? Oh, look, there's a biological basis for gender, and this is the way things are, and this is the way we're set up, and this is the way it. Is no, that that's a southern accent that you're doing. Yeah, there. That was my that was actually my my, 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 my Alex Jones Alex impression Jones. there. But okay. um, regardless, yeah, that's utter I'm bullshit. Have to eat some more cheese for that. There you go. If you ask, I got you. If you ask any biologist who's done any, you know studies regarding genetic disorders or genetic orders or whatever for that matter is entirely possible to have multiple X chromosomes and multiple Y chromosomes and they call them syndromes but there's a variety of expressions one can have and still either appear um, in quote biologically male or in quote biologically female or a whole host of other things in between. So the biological angle makes no fucking sense insofar as there only being two genders. Then you have the anthropological angle where you ask any anthropologist who's done any reasonable amount of study will tell you fairly quickly that a number of cultures outside of Judeo-Christian Western cultures recognize more than two genders. There are some that have as many as six. This is not... Get the fuck it's, out it's, here, It's really? pretty yeah, much only that us that are assholes about this. So that's number two. Well, so, I'm definitely an asshole. So, so, so... I don't know about specifically what. To first, and to try to compare that, where there's plenty of basis for this thing, where you're taking race, which in these United States is basically a system of white supremacy and control where whiteness is power, period. And you have this person who is, for whatever psychological reasons or whatever things she's dealing with, despite the fact that according to this, I recognize and most people I would recognize entirely artificial system of control and power called whiteness, despite being born to that heritage, has decided, you know what? I feel so bad. I am so guilty for, or whatever her, I'm going to assume that's her, that's part of her motivation is guilt. In attempting to get away from that guilt, she's saying, I don't want to be part of your team anymore. I want to go over here and do this other thing. That's awfully generous of you. I'm trying. I'm trying really, really hard. Yeah, I can tell. Because I mean, she was, you know, part of the Spokane NAACP or whatever, and so on. So good for her. But the problem is that her part of her pathology was doing things like pretending like she was getting hate mail because she's black, and basically for her, it's this twisted, almost BDSM style masochism. That's the part that makes it. Pathology, right? Yeah. yeah. Where it's, because where she's making things up at that point. She's not, not only is she making things up and refusing to acknowledge that she's making things up. If she wants to, if she wants to exercise whatever guilt demon she has and try to help folks out, she could have been still a, you know, card carrying member of the Spokane, Washington fucking NAACP just as a blonde haired, blue eyed white, white lady or blonde haired, whatever eyed white lady. I mean, why does she feel the need to change her name to whatever I mean, yes, I know what it is. I'm not going to fucking say it on air. Um, to this amalgamation okay. of Nigerian things, she says her name now is, and name all of her and, and either adopt or acquire or otherwise deal with little black kids. Because what? Because the culture is so exotic to her? B- because it's a costume she enjoys wearing? Because she wants to be able to co-opt that pain? Her, her I have a question. Her argument is not that it's exotic to her, that it's like home to her. Like it's so familiar, which is the opposite of exotic, right? Yeah. I, I have a I have a comment about this. Sure. This is a terrible parallel, but here we are because what about like 
people who identify as any fucking other thing else. What about that? Like, what about people who are like, like furries? What about people who identify as furries and that? I'm sure that there are no foxes being harmed by someone running around in a fox suit. So how do you know that? No, no, no. But wait, I'm just playing devil's advocate here, right? Because I obviously have my own opinions on it. And I'm just challenging you because that's what I do for fun. (laughs) Who is she hurting? Her child. Why? Like, so, so, so wait, wait, wait. There are a series of, how do I put it? Um, I don't. I don't know what her kid has said. By the way, her kid has said what that he she, doesn't want she, her. Like, she his kid exactly. leave, she has leave a little brown alone. kid that's being raised by a woman. He's biracial. Who views, who views her own in quote blackness as a performative thing that she couches herself in herself in for whatever reason. Well, according to the Daily Mail, I didn't talk to him directly, and that's dangerous. Plain and simple, because there are there is there's a there's almost a set of I don't know if I want to call them um, behaviors or piece of advice or rituals or whatever that come with running around on this in this country with brown skin. It's a really good idea that you should be aware of. I don't have a lot of confidence this woman's going to have the intelligence, the sensitivity, and the awareness to be able to pass on those things to her kid. In order to maintain that child's safety. And that's not even counting into, it's not even accounting for whatever psychology she has that are causing her to express this thing. As in, okay, as in like, as a young teenage black male, there are certain things that you need to be careful about? Be informed of, yes. Certain, I mean, certain dynamics, certain just the way you carry yourself, the way you walk into a room. So her, her white privilege is excluding her from the knowledge of how you need to appropriately, appropriately, air quote, act. And or. To keep yourself alive as a young black male in the United States. And or her ability to, if she is is aware enough to recognize that she lacks that information and be able to seek the the, the resources in the community that would help her and or her child acquire the information. I'm going to ask this as a question. Because I, I haven't, I haven't fully like processed this through, but my, what I'm thinking is, is, is it similar to like, oh God, I'm, I might burn for this, but the, uh, what's his name? Bruce, uh, Jenner, the Bruce Jenner thing, right? So Bruce Jenner is a white man who was fully. Okay, fine. Fully benefits from the privileges of white men. Like, to an extreme, his entire adult life until, what, his 60s. And then he says, I'm transgendered and call me Caitlin. Fine. But then goes on to, like, triumph the, the, um, the struggles of other transgendered people and women, which I feel like maybe he didn't know anything about directly. So <laughs> I would much rather address them by the name they've chosen. So I'll, Sure, um, do that. No, but, no, do that. Do that. Because but, part of my point was, okay, go on. But there's been a lot of criticism already for how Caitlin has chosen to advocate for who she advocates for 
and the fact that she's still a Trump voter and the fact that she's had a hard time dealing with the fact that, oh, look, why don't these people like me? And how tone deaf she has been in addressing issues of other trans folk, of other people, that, of, of trans black women, of everybody else in the camp that she claims to now be a part of because of the privilege she was raised in and still clearly not being very well adjusted oh, well, to yeah. the changes that have come with the, the fact she hasn't benefited from all those privileges. You can be transgender and ignorant as fuck. This is very true. You can be, uh, you know, <laughs> kind of offensive a first, to me as a woman. First yeah. generation uh, family of immigrants who have voted for Trump and still be ignorant as so, <laughs> I guess, I guess there's the a lot of room for that. And apparently. I'm asking, this is a question that I'm asking. It's not, I'm not saying like, I've definitely decided that this is my position, but, but these are the thoughts that are rolling around in my head. So I'm presenting them for feedback. I just see it as a ridiculous false equivalency. Okay. One is, this is my existence. This is some, this is. <laughs> This is a thing that has plenty of background culturally and socially all over the world. And to, mm. there is a, there was a psychological study in the, I want to say it was the sixties. I don't remember. Okay. I wish I could just remember who actually ran the study, but basically, um, a group tried to, I think it was, it was a Freudian thing where they were trying to do some like really deep psychological analysis to get folks to confront various aspects themselves by, um, stripping away their own perceived limitations, stripping away as auspices uh, 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 and parts of their identity, um, and again, try to converse about a variety of issues and solve a lot of social problems by breaking down a lot of these barriers. And one of the, the, the things they tried to deal with and or... Um, and or confront was they had a bunch of, you know, college white kids, a bunch of black activists come together in a meeting to try and talk about shit. And it didn't work, among other reasons, because... Well, activists are usually college kids also, though, Yes, right? yes. Okay. Um, not, not always, though. Uh, Often, but, I said. But the, the point is that it, one of the reasons it didn't work is because... This is really strange to... Uh, I can't remember how they phrased it. Basically, when... In the process of coming to the table to discuss things, one of the things that in the process of stripping away all, all the rest of the stuff was you had to be like, hey, black folk, I need you to just put aside all that grievance, all that pain, all that whatever for a second and just talk as human to human. And why did that not work? When <laughs> you and, 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 and number one, I, I can see Sarah's like shaking her head. And I love to see what she has to say about this, but. When, when you, you've told someone, a black person, all of their lives, this is who you are. This is where you're stuck. This is what you have to be. It's, it's, how does it go? Um, W. Kamal Bell has a great quote about this where we've told black folks all their lives, we've got this bucket. You're going to sit in this bucket. This is the bucket you have to sit in. There's no other place but you sit. We have constructed this bucket for you. We have painted this bucket for you. We've made the special nasty part of the house for you to sit in this bucket. Okay, yeah, cool. Okay. All right. You're in the bucket. All right. So um, why aren't you getting out of the bucket? This entire system is designed for you guys to be stuck here. We have made it so that you have to be stuck here. And now we're looking at you and wondering why you aren't changing. So but the, 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 I, you're about to say, what the fuck does that do with anything? No, <laughs> no, I was not going to say the, that. The, the, um, it's a matter of 
we are dictating, or at least trying to dictate, hi, guys, you have these things you want us to do and change and be or whatever else, and these are the things that we would like to have addressed. Or if you're going to start to dictate the things that we should change and do and be, can you maybe address the fact that you conscientiously, institutionally, for the last 200 years have said, this is what you should do and change and be? We are trying to dictate what it is that we want to do, but not a lot of folks are listening. And this lady over here is trying to hop on that train without acknowledging all the weight that's come with it, without acknowledging all the history, the context, all of this complicated stuff I'm trying to say in the last five minutes and doing very clumsily. All of these things. So you say, yeah, I'm down. And we're going, um, do you even know what that means? Do you have any idea what it is that you are, tr- what kind of load you're trying to put in your back? And once you got it there, do you have any idea what the fuck to do with it? So everything that you just said, uh-huh. I feel like I totally understand because I'm a lady. That's intersectionality is fun. I am really confused at how this is different. One is when so we true. were talking about the, the Caitlyn Jenner thing, right? Yes. We were talking about the, the difference between the Caitlyn Jenner thing. The, uh, so essentially, what what you and I are talking about is. What's the difference between the Caitlyn Jenner, the gender difference, and the race difference? And but like, in what aspect though? The, because the deficit. You have somebody the, attempting like, the privilege deficit in race and gender. I'm asking, like, what is the difference? It's comparing Aren't we apples kind and oranges. Of the same. It's comparing apples and oranges. You can understand the 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 nature of the oppression. There are similarities there, but many, yeah, many, very many of like foundational similarities Mm -hmm. everything you said applies directly also to women yes and i think that and now we're getting off of the rachel dolezal thing no no no, that's fine we're we're still exploring a similar space like a combination of some shit that i don't really get but (laughs) it's like a perfect storm of like (laughs) ah, man (laughs) it's, it's still a matter of one of these things is something where if you're have you ever actually seen someone that was transgendered trying to act the gender that they were yes. allegedly and or legally born yes, to? Yes, I have. Uh, it's horrible. Were, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've it, also seen women try to like function in a business world or a male-dominated field, which is fucking horrible and usually fruitless. Have you ever seen... A person that is black try. Have you ever seen a black person's uh, um, normal suit crack? Have you ever seen a black person that's comfortable operating in white spaces get freaked out by operating in white space all yes. the time? Okay. Have you ever seen a white person that identifies as black freak out about being in a white space? I've never seen it, a white person. Okay. That's identified Have as you black. ever seen a white person that identifies as black in a black space, comfortable and easy and having a good time? I list no, these last no, two things. I haven't seen the first thing that you said. Yeah, so I, I list the last have. two things because I think they're kind of bullshit. Okay, so okay, okay. Hold on, I'm trying. I'm just trying to. I think one is a function of pathology, and one is a function of identity. I am not arguing that she is not pathological. I'm. I'm just. I'm just trying to like fully understand it. Uh, well. I think that a lot of people are trying to fully understand it, and that's why she has a fucking special on Netflix. Exactly. Nobody yeah, gets I it. I mean, but, but if it's <laughs> if it's not weird, then why do we want to watch it? And I think, that, and again, it's a matter of Sarah. 
people are f- morbidly fascinated by it, but that doesn't mean that it's that that via giving her no, more no, no, and more no, attention no. is going to answer any questions. We are not saying no, no, no. it's like it's like watching a car accident. Like uh, you are, you, it's just the explanation yeah. of why it's on television. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I okay. just and that's why we're I not feel saying that, that that's be a good on television. Reason. There's a lot of things that shouldn't be on television, and they are. Fair oh, enough. Most, I mean, most things. Or just more, not morally and ethically, and yet you know we still enjoy watching them. So, so the equivalent. Uh, I'm just just for clarification. The equivalent would be a man that was trying to function as a woman in a male-dominated environment. What, equivalent to which? What What you said earlier. You said uh, a black person. That is try that identifies as a white person. There are, and this is the weird part. There are black people that, because there are black people who have varying degrees of skill in. It's a skill you have to acquire. You have to realize and learn. This is how to operate in white space. Uh, yeah, for the sake of too. just being able to, you know, that's we one of the reasons. We know all about that. Well, that's one of the reasons why I've, you know, been Sarah. lucky and blessed in that capacity. Academia. Yeah, I was going to say, Sarah, you were shaking your head uh, very intensely at various things that I said. I don't know if it was in agreement or in horror, but please, chime in. No, no, that was just thinking about Rachel Dolezal and 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 thinking about the college students who were talking about the, the study in the 60s and the request that the black activists, or whomever the activists were... Just set that aside for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Aside your systemic oppression for just, yeah. just and let's just talk forget man about to that. man. Humor me. <laughs> mano a mano, let's go. I guess I want to know what, what Spanish. I want to know what we can learn from the fact that she's. I'm confused by all of it. Can we learn anything? I don't know. I don't know what to think right now. Is the, is why I brought this whole thing up because I'm so confused on so many levels. I think she needs to see. A therapist, and she needs to get to the bottom of why she feels the need to cling to this thing that is not but, part of her lexicon. But why? I mean, because I, I know. Well, no. To her, answer the question, yes. to get us out of her, to get her out of her damn faces. Yes, I understand. I see what you're saying. I agree with your saying. Agree with what it is that you're saying, and the fact that it is inappropriate at baseline right and and just like to do it in fuck, public at like least. Like, like fucked up right figure the shit out before right. but i but i don't i guess i don't see how this is more fantastic than you know there any sort of other subculture or cross culture I see, I, I see where systemically, historically, just morally and ethically, it's like fucked up, right? Fucked up in general. But I don't see how it is more fucked up than any other fucked up thing. Like, fair like, enough, fair enough. Like, I get that, yeah. like my stupid furries example, or like, you know, how, um, you know, how, like, do I think that transgender people need to go to therapy and like work it out? No, because I think that if you identify as this, then there is some, somewhere that clicks for you. I have friends who, you know, and, and this is more acceptable, I think, because we live in Texas even, but I have, you know, cute little white girlfriends 
blonde hair, blue eyed, adorable, cute little white girl friends. Stop who, talking about me like I'm not here. <laughs> who, who are more air quote Hispanic than I am. Okay. Let's, let's be clear about something. If you were to ask them if they were a Latina, what would they say? Yeah, fine. Whatever. Fuck your Is point. Is one of them Christina Aguilera? No. Because she would say. Because honestly, <laughs> yes. yeah, I could, I love it, Japanese culture, okay? I could learn to speak perfect Japanese. Let's, let's even, for the sake of this point, I am some blonde you just, blue eyed. You just serve me kimchi. Okay, fair enough. There you go. I could, for, for the sake of this Japanese. point, let's say I'm some blonde haired, blue eyed white boy that decides he loves Japanese folk and Japanese things, which I, as a non blue haired, blonde haired, blue eyed white boy, also happen to like. Uh, and so I moved to Japan. Okay, okay. And said, what? Ooh, what? Huh? But she may be talking about someone who has Hispanic heritage biologically. If, nope. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Christina Aguilera, just yeah. in her defense, <laughs> totally does. I can so, become obsessed with Japanese culture, move to Japan, make my name Japanese, which you can do, refute my, or, or, um, I think it's refute. Otherwise, uh, um, uh, uh, turn away from my American citizenship, become a Japanese citizen, and become, according to Japanese law, just about as close to Japanese as I could actually be. And as long as I don't try to actually say I'm Japanese, who gives a fuck? Because the second I say I'm Japanese, number one, it'll be apparently clear to all the Japanese folk there that I'm not. They will never actually treat me as though I'm Japanese. Except but Japanese that's, but that's is my nation. Point. That's a but that's my point. Nationality. Who gives a fuck? In the, in the sense of me going to Japan and doing that, or the sense of I've decided to identify as white now? Because one of the okay, okay, to back up a from and approach from an entirely different angle, one of the most infuriating things about this is it comes down to the fact that white is the default. Okay, a white person can say I identify as Hispanic. A white person can say I identify as no. what? Let me finish, please. A white person? No, I will not let you finish. I am white. Could say they could do <laughs> whatever the, the fuck Everybody it is they want to do. Okay. A white person can describe whatever ethnicities. They can go to um, those holy color runs. They can get uh, Maori tattoos. They can go out and appropriate, acquire a costume, temporarily put on, temporarily take off, whatever cultures, offices, or or, 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 or uh, signals or camouflages they want to put on. And it's fine. But there are people that can't do that. That's... That's the like final kick in the gonads about it is one of the parts, one of the secret powers that whiteness has is you can put on something else and it's culturally okay for you to do that. So I have a question as a brown woman, mm -hmm. I can put on my white girl suit. I can put on a white girl suit all day, yeah, every day. And tell me, why have you learned to do so? Because I have to. Exactly. Not, the question is not, can <laughs> she learn? It's, can she do it? Is what you're saying. The difference is that she has to in order to achieve certain levels of academic or social acceptance well, and, and so on. And in my in my case in particular, that's what I was brought to this country to do. Exactly. And I did Join it really club. and I did it really, really well. First generation for life. Better yourself. job than me for sure. <laughs> Way to go. Thanks, Tiger. Assimilation. I, I I did it well. That's, that's but I do, but I also do. feel like completely lost with my Chilean culture and my Chilean heritage and where that fits into my life now. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know the whole the whole fucking thing is like very we have to fluid. be careful though because it's a fluid because there's a difference between nationality and 
race. Yes, I agree entirely. So, and so if we only just pick arbitrary races to make the same argument with, I can decide that I, that I, that I could theoretically decide that I identify as Asian. That okay. makes just about as much goddamn sense as this lady saying she identifies as black. I, I don't know. I don't know about I think both that. are insane and both are ridiculous. Okay. And again, it is a reflection of her white privilege and or the the inherent power of white defaultness that she can even begin to suggest that she could do that. But, but, but going back to the the male versus female and white versus black thing. Like, versus, okay. How is this? Okay. okay f- I knew you were going to fucking say that as soon yep. as it came out of my mouth. Contrasting two, I'm I'm just saying like how is this different? I'm not saying that either one of them is whatever. I'm not making a judgment. I'm I'm trying to, I'm I'm working on processing, processing. all of this stuff. I don't have any conclusions. I'm just gathering information, which I often get in trouble uh, for. No, no, no. With I dudes recently, actually, <laughs> uh, but. But I just, I'm trying, I'm just gathering information. So how is it different? One is an extension of power and privilege for whatever reason, be it pathology or obsession or genuine identification or whatever else. There are a thousand ways for her to express that part of her appreciation, her identity, her closeness, her whatever, without saying, I identify as black. Okay, but but isn't that's very similar to, to a... Isn't it very similar no. to like transgender thing? I like don't think I, so. I identify as male or female, but I was biologically born as. I again, one is an extension of privilege and or pathology. Isn't that the the same? other one is identity. Yes, yes. I can guarantee you that, like, if you if you had if you had a magical time it. machine and went back to whatever era and asked young then Rachel Dolezal what race she was or what race she wanted to be when she grew up or whatever else. Or if you had a magical time machine or asked then dead name, um, not Chris, what's his name, Jenner? Um, what, Caitlin. Oh, well, well, what's the, his name? It's her name and it's At the point Caitlin. I'm referring to, at five years Caitlin. old, before they chose to take the name Caitlin, whatever, and ask them what their gender was. And you had them at a point where they were willing to answer you honestly and or see what it was they were into, what kind of clothes they wanted to wear, they would have either given you an answer along the lines of, I don't know, or I like these things, or... I would just like to interject real quick, that at five years old, I would have eaten six marshmallows and gone to bed, and also at 36 years old, I would have eaten six marshmallows and gone to bed. You are my dream. But your argument (laughs) is the difference is power? In the case of a of an adult Who? woman deciding that she wishes an adult white woman deciding Who's she the last identifies as black to get to vote. Um, let's be clear on a couple of things. That's a really really complicated thing you're referencing right there. I get you. I get where you're going. Okay. But let's not forget that as part and parcel of the women's suffrage movement, there was a whole lot of racism. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> right. Was, and it's yeah. the same with like. With men, like yeah. men get to vote, except oh, it's white women. And, 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 and trust me, first it's white yeah. women, and then it's like you know, black women, and I don't know who came after that. And, and I don't want to take away from you the, the, the power dynamic that you're discussing. I mean, you're entirely correct. There's definitely like, as a man, I have privileges that you don't have. I, yes. I get that. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure that yeah, you know I'm that absolutely that's- clear on that. But 
literally white female um white female privilege is used to kill black men on a regular basis. It is the thing that's like, oh look, this black man may this black man that may have looked at black. It doesn't have anything to do with white females. Though. It has to do with the how. It has everything to do with, with white men. It has to do with no, no. It has to do with the way you are utilized yes, to exert their point. privilege. But it also has to do with the way in which you move through the world and the way in which you are valued by others. It's not. I'm not saying that it's an agency that you necessarily can have, but it's like a wake regardless. It's a it's a field that you operate in regardless. We don't own that field. I'm not so saying that it's your fault. Count. I, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm not saying it's not. <laughs> there is there is awareness of, and there is manipulation of. Okay, I'm not saying I'm blaming you for that field, but if I have like this like you know four foot death radius around me, I'm not going to give you a hug. I thought it was five. Whatever. So <laughs> I'd be, what I was I'd be told really it was curious. five. So can I get closer to you? Is that what you're saying? That's exactly. What I'm so saying. obviously, you guys closer. have a lot of opinions about this, and and I think I think each of us have a lot of opinions about this, and I think that this is not the type of topic that you <laughs> don't have an opinion on, whether it's a work in progress or whether it's a hard set. This is what it is. I'd be really curious to hear about how other people are processing this or, you know, I mean, I know that we're like outside significantly of when this actual event happened, but, um, you know, obviously it's coming back into the limelight. So this might be a good, really good question to open up to our listeners yeah, guys. and end the podcast for today because it's almost seven o'clock. Jeebus. Yeah, we got a little excited there. It's a, it's a good point. So, so I just want to make clear that I haven't made any like very assertive like declarations about this. I'm, I'm in the process of all of it. I'm just trying to get through it. So I'm gathering information. So I don't want anybody like emailing me and saying that I'm a horrible person <laughs> other than for the reasons that I am actually a horrible person. Or to send you dick pics. Or to send me dick pics. <laughs> Speaking of which, we can be reached at uh, secretlytimid at gmail.com or on Facebook or via Twitter at secretlytimid and our secretlytimid Facebook group. And we have an Instagram too. Oh yeah, and Instagram by the same name as well. So feel free to send us anything of that nature. If you want to send uh, dick pics, be sure to tag Megan in those. Um, She can be reached on Twitter at, I think it's uh, at Meg the Merciless. You you have the account. I don't know. I have given you the password that account. Dude, you have not. I don't, I don't know it. I don't know any of that stuff. I saw that Meg the Merciless wasn't taken yet, so I made sure to grab it for her. Did you really get that? I I think that's, uh, it was really sweet of you to do that. What's the (laughs) best fucking Twitter handle ever? If I knew it was Meg, I'd be all about that shit. Anyway, um, I can be reached at Twitter, uh, on Twitter at, uh, O underscore T underscore N underscore O. And, um, I burned down my Facebook, so I haven't got one of those. And you can't follow me on Instagram. Please don't try to do so. Unless we're really good friends. Um, did you get to talk about your topic? Not really. This topic okay, is more sorry. than enough. It's totally, sorry, no, sorry, it's totally sorry. okay. Totally okay. I was just going to yell and bitch and scream about something. Actually, no, my topic was interesting this week. So you guys suck. Haha. <laughs> Next can, week. Can you do it in 30 seconds? Wow. One of those. Um, basically, I think that, wait, time me. Ready? Yep. And go. Okay. So I think that one of the big issues we're having with any kind of dialogue between the left, the right, the alt right, the anti folk, whatever else, um, it has to do a lot with language. We don't have the language to discuss, you know, a lot of these things. Um, insofar as race, 
identity, culture. It's gotten to the point now where a hardcore alt-right or alt-right sympathetic person can say, hey, you leftist Antifa folk, you're going to bring down this authoritarian, totalitarian regime type thing, which shows they have the lack of basic fundamental knowledge of politics at large. We should work on that and figure it out to get us talking better. Fascinating. Yeah, I heard that Brazil is actually a favorite of the extreme right. The, the movie? Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have no idea what it is they're advocating for anymore. All of us just see what we want to see. Nobody is. I mean, you know, we all have different interpretations of things. I can. We all do, including myself, need to learn to listen more. You're a great listener. I'm <laughs> so, so good. Well, then I'll You're work on talking less. You're one of the less. best listeners That's... I've ever met that i agree and true. anybody that says otherwise is a fucking psycho that's and i'm true. a really good listener so i know listening she is mm-hmm. she's not only a good listener but also a good rememberer she's a very good rememberer it's for ridiculous. the record though i was totally about to say dude's name the second before she said it even though i've forgotten his name now you know it the i know i know you were i was told totally about that just <gasps> calm she, down she Everything's okay. I love it when uh, dudes tell me to calm down. <laughs> Particularly <laughs> my dad. If I, if I told you to no, calm no, down? No, 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 Oh, my no. God. Relax. I don't allow men to say that. Yeah, my dad used to say, relax or calm. He, relax really was mm-hmm. his, his deal. So I need to, he doesn't say that to me anymore because yeah. he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> the last person that told me that is dead now. So. <laughs> Actually, my dad's alive, but he doesn't listen to this podcast. It doesn't matter what I say. <laughs> Okay, so uh, so John sent us a uh, song of the week, and it is uh, called Generation Lost by a band called L.A. Salami. Does anybody have anything to add? I've already given all my shout-outs. I'm good. How can you follow L.A. Salami? Really? Oh, go see Wrinkle in Time. Rin- Wrinkle in Time? Yep. Sarah? No? Sydney? Bye. It's got a new Shade track on it. Wakanda forever. I'm not going to scream it right now. Flower honest, of the universe. Yes. Whisper Wakanda it. Forever. Wakanda forever. There you go. Okay. So the, this is a generation lost. We'll see you next week. John will be back. So we'll uh, be no longer. John. Rejoice. Bye. Bye.
Childhood home 